switched on on F104 and I'm joined by singer-songwriter Kian DeCrow. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us in studio. Thank you for having me. You're going to be on stage very shortly, well, in a couple of hours with, yeah. obviously, supporting Ed. Yeah, crazy. What do you tend to do at this point in the day before doing a big show like that? Um... Recently, I've been having showers before going on stage. It's just quite nice because I feel like it just kind of like, I don't know. But Zens. I've been, uh, but actually lately, I've been leaving it so so late that like I'll like run off and I'll have to like I run out of shower and I'll be like trying to get ready really fast and be like, um. But yeah, I don't know. It kind of depends on like the mood. I think I like to try like get the energy up and like play some music and like get everyone in the dressing room like vibing and stuff, um, in just a good good mood. Um, but I'll do like yeah we have maybe dinner before as well and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, it all just depends really where you are and what the situation is and what you have to do but usually like b- about an hour before I like to just be like getting in the zone in the dressing it's almost like getting ready for a night out like it's kind yeah, of like kinda that, it, it's, you know, it, that's go, actually kind of what it is yeah. yeah I think it probably becomes less and less like that mm-hmm. um, yeah from seeing like how casual Ed is about how he does his uh I think if you're like touring for the last, uh, eventually, like it's you're so chill. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you just, just you're just it. eating dinner and you're like, oh, we're going on two minutes, cool. <laughs> you know, like that's and I think that's so pro. But I think it's nice to also have like get pumped up and stuff like that, so that you can at least at this point in my career where like it's so many new first moments and stuff that just being excited about it every every moment of it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it was quite a surprise for us that you were going to be a special guest. Had you known for a while? Uh, not really. Probably knew for like two weeks before. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. 20,000 people is insane. Yeah. I saw them reacting to you on TikTok, playing your, your own music as well, obviously. Yeah. And uh, that must be nice when it's obviously not your own audience as yeah. well. Yeah, I think it's really cool. I think it's, I think I'm fortunate that I've had like two songs that in the last, uh, I guess, year maybe, or like a little bit less than that, that people that have been popular so people know because mm-hmm. um, I think that makes a lot of difference knowing that like or hoping that people might know those songs and then they do which is really cool um, and then I don't know there's like a, something fun about the like having to win people over as well mm-hmm. or like I think there's a big mix because I have a lot of people telling me you know that they're coming to the shows to see me as well which is great so I know there's people there you know could be five or it could be <laughs> five thousand I don't know but like I think that's like really cool and then what, there's always I think most of the room know the the my two biggest songs which is really cool mm-hmm. um, but there is also that kind of like factor of I think people who know the songs but didn't maybe necessarily know or make the affiliation or association with me or even necessarily like pay attention to the poster of who's supporting you know so some people are like I didn't even know like that you were going to be playing you know and I think that's quite cool as well or for people to be like oh it's you know I get to the last two songs people are like oh it's that guy like you know like <laughs> So I think knowing that and like knowing that people are having that experience while I'm performing is kind of funny to like just imagine those moments and then reading sort of the messages from people and like meeting people as well. It's really cool. And obviously those two singles, All For You and I'll Be Waiting, both top 10 songs. Yeah. That must be quite a nice feeling after working on it for so long. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's very strange, especially like I think when you have that at home as well, it's... um. It's very, like, I don't know, it's very weird. It's very, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a great feeling. I think you don't really know what it means, though, until it turns into something else, Mm -hmm. you know, like, until it's, 
it means you get to I don't know go on tour with Ed Sheeran or you get to play these festivals or you get yeah you you know like a tangible thing yeah, yeah but it's yeah, I mean, it obviously means the world and it's like so cool to have people like in Ireland where I'm from, like listen to music as well and to feel kind of supported mm-hmm. at home is really cool. And we spoke a couple of years ago, I think it was like 2020, it was way back, 2021, two years ago. And we spoke about how you were classically trained. Yeah. And then I thought of it when you brought out the choir for oh, the yeah. wedding. I was like, that must have been <laughs> quite a nice moment to be able to combine the two worlds mm-hmm. for a bit. Yeah, the choir thing was really cool. I think never expected it to... I think when I had the idea, I thought that it would do well. Obviously, that's why I wanted to do it and I had the idea. But I didn't expect it at all to become what it did become. Um, and to be such a, like... I mean, it's just it was just Huge. obscene. It's obscene how big it became. Like, And to see how many people know who I am just because of that, which is just, like, ridiculous, you know? Like... I just had a woman shouting at me in a shop there like, clap song guy. <laughs> and they're like, you know, it's like so funny like how um, it just really is obscene. Like that was kind of, yeah, really crazy. And then it's seeing like other people doing it for their own music and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of just like way, way beyond like what it should have been. Or I don't know. It's just crazy. It's mad. It's fab. And like, obviously we're seeing all the responses on social media, but was there any mad ones that you couldn't share with us that happened when you just suddenly started singing? Um, Yeah, there was a lot of ones that we filmed that were like, sometimes you don't like, sometimes you film something and the, the, the video wasn't that good, like, but the, like the actual real life moment was amazing, but you didn't quite capture the right audio or mm. the right uh, angles or the right reactions and stuff like that and it like doesn't really work and you're like oh hopefully we've got more that we're going to be able to share that we're like trying to just like get it right um, but I love it like I think there's always that risk of being like um, like overkill you know everyone's like oh is it, you know people are like can be like oh is that are you going to keep doing that? Or like, I think it's so fun. And like, every funny enough, everyone online is just like, I could watch these every day. Mm-hmm. Like, that's always the response. It's just people saying like, I love this so much. Please keep making them. But then sometimes it's like around you, it's like people are like, oh, should we try something else? You go somewhere else. And I, I just want to keep doing weird, stupid stuff that no one else is doing. And like, that's what makes it fun. Yeah, and I think people love to just see that raw talent kind of standing in front of them. Because obviously we mm-hmm. wouldn't see it every day. You wouldn't just suddenly walk into somewhere and see a choir singing. Yeah. So I think people love that connection as well. Well, yeah, it's a little bit shocking, it. and it's like yeah. I think it's funny also because I just start singing, and they're like, "Who's this? What's your man like, what doing? Do you, yeah, what's your man doing? Like, what a weirdo, you know?" It got a little bit less like that though because we went like to France and we did it in France, and like, I mean, I didn't think that this would happen of all places, like in Paris, but like people spotted like the moment we I stepped out of like a car and we were going around Paris like I'd step out of a car and people just spotted me and they were like oh my god that's the guy he's gonna so they would follow me and then they'd be anticipating the video so obviously there'd be a bunch of strangers who still hadn't a clue but there was now people who were like spotting us and being like you're gonna do a thing and like everywhere I go now it's always like I get on a plane and the air hostess is like at the end she's like I thought you were gonna bring a choir on the plane and I'm like come on you're just gonna have to hire full time choir to just follow you around so now it's like it's like a little bit harder now to just like pull it up yeah pop up and like no one but it's you know like you can still definitely like I'm still getting away with it so I'm gonna keep doing it as long as I can do it and hopefully you know 
that'll be you know for uh, well hopefully not for that long but um also hopefully yeah because I really really do enjoy doing it but um yeah I just think it's hilarious and people are always just looking at you like but yeah that's like what I like about the contrast of the video is it's like me singing and people being like you know they they turn and like Who's this? why is this guy just singing like what are you doing it's so annoying and then and I love that I love that they think it's annoying and they think I'm a weirdo you know I think it's hilarious and then the fact that a choir joins in then they're like oh what it's a thing it's not just a weird guy (laughs) or it's a weird guy with a choir but then they kind of start being like okay and then they start like bopping and clapping and And that's cool and then probably like shazamming and giggling put it up on social which helps now people actually like because they've seen the other ones like I've seen so many videos where people put up a video before we put it up yeah. because they're like they don't realise what's happening from the videos that they've already seen so they start filming and then they post on TikTok and their stuff they're like Keena Corner's choir was like here today and I'm like stop spoiling the video I'm going to post like tomorrow you know <laughs> yes it's only so long you're going to be able to keep that yeah, going yeah. Like so now we got to just do like, like the quickest turnaround <laughs> but yeah it's funny and it's a few hours away till your next single is out Part of Me yeah crazy it's very raw and personal yeah is that important for you with your music? 100%, yeah. yeah. I don't think I would put... Um, I think I always just... Ha- it has to be... Um, so weird that we say, I think, mm. instead of I know. Isn't that weird? That, that I'm like, I think Irish it has to be... Thing? So stupid. It's like, I know that the music that I make has to be personal to me, uh, no matter what it is. And I think that also lets me feel like a little bit more flexible in like, the sound of it and what I want to do and like whether it's a certain style or something a bit more like upbeat or like sad or whatever it is I just feel like I just want to make really good sounding music that I think sounds good but also the most important thing is like my story and like real things in my life and stuff that I think I also really feel like the music like I think music is supposed to have a purpose like make people's lives better and help thing help them with stuff that they're going through so like I haven't I just don't don't feel like I would ever just put out a song for the sake of like putting out a song that will benefit me you know like or my career or whatever that was never what like any of the music that I had put out was ever with that intention it was always like I want to make something real that means something that I think people will connect with because it's real mm-hmm. and as a result of that you know it might grow and whatever but I think like yeah I can't feel I'd like disingenuine you know I just would struggle with that and maybe that's a curse maybe I don't know but I think for me like has to be um and part of me is obviously something so personal um and so um profound and like obviously a really like important uh like deep subject and matter to talk about in a song Mm -hmm. um but I think um, it's something that like so many people deal with and, and deal with either in silence themselves or are dealing with grief um, and and going through, you know, like everyone has certain different kinds of loss and, and it can be in, in many different ways. Um, but I think, yeah, I just think it's like for me, it was so important to, to write a song about that and for myself, but then also to share it with hopefully the world and and allow people to you know heal through the music and because I one music is like I think it's very obviously one of the only things that like helps us when we don't have 
understand what we're feeling, you know? Because mm-hmm. it can be very hard to like put into words or or figure out your emotions. And sometimes it can be very hard to even just feel your emotions. Like you can kind of very, but music has just a way of drawing it out and making us cry, making us feel something, making us belong somewhere, making us feel like we're not alone. And I think it's such a special thing that music can do that. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that I can I can do that by writing songs and giving that to people, I think that's the most important thing that I can like do and give is like, that to people because that's what music did for me growing up and I and I, that feeling there's nothing better than just listening to a song and just like feeling like it's about you and your life and like it makes you feel good it makes you feel powerful it makes you feel heard it makes you feel like it's like a hug you know like mm-hmm. you're not alone and I think that's so important and music is so healing and as you say you give it out to the world and then people yeah. take their own feelings yeah, from it and put 100%. their own story into it as well yeah because it's not supposed to be like I mean, it's like it's like the cliche thing, like, but it's like it's not. If I was making music for me, like, I just I wouldn't put it out, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, yeah, like part of the process is for me, and I love it so much. But the purpose of putting the music out in the world is not for me. I'm not listening to it afterwards, you know. Like, <laughs> do you not? <laughs> no, like it's obviously just for the people who want to listen to it, yeah. and and I think like I do think it's that's the purpose of art is mm-hmm. to like the whole purpose of art is to like be able to answer questions that we cannot answer with you know just like words or thoughts or um things that we just when we're struggling to understand our feelings it's like mm-hmm. it's really that it's like you you're struggling to understand your feeling or you, you can't understand why something has happened or is happening or you feel like why me and like an art just gives you the answer like it just I don't know how it works, but it just does. And it can be like one line of like mm-hmm. someone just saying the same thing that you were thinking, but for some reason that makes you feel better. And like, that's so special. And you talk about art, which obviously moves over into then the music videos as well. Mm-hmm. So obviously, yeah. um, I'll Be Waiting had a storyline to it. Is that yeah. important then that the music video coincides directly with the song? Uh, yeah, for me, I think it always has to like coincide some, some what with the song. Mm. Um, sometimes I like to do something that's a little bit more ambiguous or like showing, you know, the song can have multiple meanings. Um, or I like to do something like this is my story and this is what I wrote about and I'm going to make that the music video. Um, it just all depends really on, on the purpose of the video and the purpose of the song and, and what I want to sort of tell with that video. But mm-hmm. it's always got to be, um, it, yeah, it's always ha- has to be like really either tied to the story for me um, and then people can take whatever they want from it. But like, because I think it's also important as an artist, like with, of course you're making music for the world, but people also want to get to know you. So I think sometimes it's important to tell your story. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's why with I'll Be Waiting and stuff, like I wanted to just tell the real story and tell my story and sh- show a part of me that was... And I think it also, again, by doing that, inspires others to feel like, well, Kean's being vulnerable and he's being real and he's telling us his real story. He's even putting it in his video. He's not making up some crap, you know, mm-hmm. like... And that shows them, like, I can be that way too then. You know, if he can do that, then I can do it. And I think, like, that's also an important thing to sort of set, like an example or whatever you know mm-hmm. if you have some sort of like platform to do that then it's I think it's super important creating conversations and allowing people to as yeah. you say feel safe to be able to just talk about it themselves yeah and like to when you hear someone saying 
showing their story and things like that again like and you see it in the video and like there's probably people who've watched that video who went through similar things and they're like oh damn like that makes mm-hmm. me really feel like not alone and that really moves me and and I had that experience listening to interviews of of people that I admire and hearing similar stories to my own childhood I was like whoa like mm-hmm. that hits so deep but like it helps you know mm-hmm. to hear it and that's the beauty of music yeah really and art yeah. in general but obviously you're supporting Ed Sheeran this evening we already mentioned that but you've also a sold out show in Ireland coming up during the summer yeah so unfortunately if you haven't got tickets that's it that's it no more tickets <laughs> but there will be plans in the future yeah there will be lots of plans in the future 100% so people need to keep an eye on you on social media and also your single is out in a couple of hours part of me yeah Kinder Crow, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me.